Hello, welcome to the final swipe, a podcast about healing our hearts and finding love. I'm your host, Nikki Novo. Hey there. Do you ever wish you could ask me a dating question on the regular? Like actually have me tap in intuitively and answer your questions? Well, guess what? You can. Now I am offering a monthly membership option where you can ask me questions throughout the week and I will be answering them in a group format. And we also have a membership site where you can find guided meditations that I've made to help you along your dating journey. Also some videos with some how-tos, basically the things that I give my coaching clients or my one-on-one clients, but all in one little home that you can access on your own time. And that way you're not kind of floating around trying to figure out this thing by yourself. I can help you. And the the best part is it's a really affordable price of $37 a month. No commitment. You can jump in and jump out. We're not going to hold you to anything, but I really just want you to get the guidance that I know so many of you need. And I don't want you floating around and prolonging this love finding thing. I want you to get there quicker. And I know that if we do it together, we can get you there faster. So I hope you join. Go to NikkiNovo.com backslash membership to join. Hi, welcome to another episode of The Final Swipe. It's just you and me today, or if we want to be proper, it is just you and I today, because that's proper English. The editor and me, you know, just can't go away. Okay, we're going to talk about a topic that comes up a lot in my course and in the membership. A lot of the women are dealing with this um this idea that when, so when we start talking about, so part of the, my process is, um, I like to, to think about what we want in a partnership, you know, very, be very clear. And, um, that's always like the fun part, right? Getting clear on what we want. But in that process, one of the things that comes up is wanting to be with somebody, obviously that makes us feel safe. Um, the idea of, of safety, uh, the idea of like, even just dating somebody where we can feel safe. And that of course is a beautiful concept. And of course, like, you know, don't we all want to feel that way? Um, actually security is like a, um, some of us more than others need security. Like I'm actually somebody who, um, needs that a lot. Like, cause it's, cause I, I didn't always have security within me. So I looked for it in, in people outside of me. Um, I always thought that like, Oh, you know, my father was like so secure. So like, but I couldn't make that in myself. So I needed somebody to make me feel secure. So I, I had a lot of things around being secure, but then in a weird way, like finding somebody who was secure was like also boring. So, um, or at least, you know, at least that's what I thought. And, and, uh, and that gets a little bit complicated, but I wanted to clear this up because it is a common thing that I see. So we want, of course, be with somebody who's secure, um, or not secure, but somebody who makes us feel safe and why, because, you know, we, because in order to fall in love, we need to feel safe. We need to feel safe enough to like, to get vulnerable. We need to, um, feel, feel good and able to open up and all those things. So of course we depend on the other person to make us feel like that, to make us feel like, Oh, is it safe to be open for this person? Is it safe to fall in love with this person? Um, and while this is important and yes, you know, the idea is that the other person is going to create that space for you, but we also have to make sure that we're not putting you know, all this pressure on the other person to make us feel safe. Cause the truth is 
we need to be able to get to a place where we feel safe on our own and that we can trust ourselves and our own intuition and not constantly look for this other person to make us feel safe. So we look for that, of course, just in, in qualities in the beginning. And I think in a very large way, like overall, we say like, Oh, I want somebody who makes me feel safe. So I see that from like the beginning, but then I also see it when we start dating Sometimes we, um, you know, might be on date number three, date number four, and maybe, you know, things have been going well, but like, you know, something happens where like, we don't see the person for like four days, even though we were seeing them every two days or, you know, something just like seems a little different that makes us nervous, or maybe they don't respond to a text right away or something. And even though things were going well, like it makes us feel nervous And I see, um, and this is like a, a place where we freak out, you know, where it's like, oh my God, like, you know things were going well. And of course that starts kicking in because we've been dating for a while. Like you've been dating for a bit. And when you see something like that, it's worrisome. because you're like, Oh my God, like this is just going to be another relationship that doesn't work. Um, and you have a little bit of like that, you know, that PTSD of things not working out. And, but it's also our desire to look f to hope and want the other person to constantly make us feel safe. And this is when we start to do things like reaching out in kind of weird ways, like being like, Oh, I bought tickets to this play. Like, do you want to hang, you know, like, and when we didn't really like, I just happened to get these tickets, which is not true. Like, you know, like we, it's just a kind of like an excuse, like a way to reach out to this person to see if things are okay. I mean, I remember like, having, being with dating somebody who I know, who I knew was like obviously ghosting me, but I also knew he was like a nice guy. So he was kind of a people pleaser. So I know that if I reached out, he was going to like write back and I would, I just reached out like these like stupid things like, Oh, work, um, not working from home today. Like, do you know of any places that I can work and get like Wi-Fi? any of your favorite spots? Like, it's like, yeah, Nikki, go to like the nearby Starbucks. Um, and it was just like a way to kind of see if he would respond to me, if he was like still around because I hadn't heard from him for a while. So, um, and really what I was looking was I was looking for him to soothe me, right? Like I was looking to be soothed from the worry and the anxiety and the not feeling safe that I was currently feeling. And, um, that's a lot of pressure to put on in anybody. That's when we, when people become quote unquote needy. And I'm sure that you've probably had that done to you before. It's not just you doing it, but you've probably had somebody that you're not super interested in or whatever, um, or, or something's going wrong and that person kind of reaching out that way. So in this, these times, like we have to remember that security and safety is an inside job, meaning that, um, yeah, those things are going to happen and we need to be able to, yes, of course, want to be with somebody who's stable, who like emotionally is stable and consistent, um, in a, in a big way, right? Like in a kind of big picture stuff, like, yes, our partner should be emotionally stable and consistent. And that is something that we desire, but when it comes to actually dating and you, you, your ability to open up and your ability to feel safe while, you know, the early process of dating, that's our job. Like that's your job to make sure that you feel safe, that you're not putting that pressure on the other person to make you feel safe. Like you need to be able to find that within yourself. Um, because if not, then, uh, you're looking for it without like outside of you. And that's when it caught, that's 
that causes us to do all sorts of weird, crazy things like what I was talking about, reaching out about where I can find free Wi-Fi. Um, so you want, so this is what I call, um, self-soothing. So you want to be able to self-soothe during these times. So when you know you're going to that place and you're like, um, you know, I like this guy or I, you know, I like this girl and, but like, I thought it was going good and I haven't heard back and I'm feeling a little, you know, whatever about it rather than reaching out and making some like weird excuse or driving by their house or whatever it is, the things that we do to make, to go into your toolkit and be like, okay, what are some of the, what are some of the tools that I have in order to self-soothe myself? Um, in this moment, maybe I check my, my thoughts and I think, okay, none of those thoughts are, um, real thoughts. Um, or maybe I repeat a mantra. Maybe I remind myself, which is something I always remind my students that no matter what, even if this doesn't work out, like you got this, like to remind yourself that like you have your own back and that is security. Like it's not about confidence. I've talked about this before. It's really about knowing that like, yeah, I don't know what's going to happen here. I don't know if he's, you know, if we're going to go back on another date. I don't know if she's going to call me back. Like, I don't, I don't know what's going to happen, but at the, but the only thing I do know that's going to happen is that no matter what, like, I'm going to figure this out. Like I'm going to be okay. I'm still going to find like the love that I know that I um, want and deserve and desire. Um, I know all of that is going to happen. And that is a level of security that nobody can give to you that nobody can take from you. So in those moments of feeling uh, anxious and nervous because of this kind of a, this uncertainty, going back to your toolbox of, of self-soothing. Other things that I'd like to recommend for self-soothing is, um, you know, going out in nature. I know I'm recording this in January, so it's cold in most places, except for Miami guys, which is where I live, but don't worry in the summer. I hate it here. So if you have a place somewhere cold in the summer, please let me know. I'm going to come visit you. But anyways, I, I am going on a tangent here, but, uh, going out in nature is always a good way to calm uh, exercising. So making sure that you are moving the energy in your body because nervous energy and anxiety, anxious, anxious energy is just energy. And it's, and if it's not moved, it gets stuck in the body and it causes all sorts of crazy things for us to feel crazy. So, um, what you want to do is move it, right? So I, I, uh, I have a, so those of you who watch my videos, you see that I have like the Peloton bike in the back. That's all my anxiety goes on that bike. Um, you know, going for a run, uh, whatever it is that you need to do, but like making sure that you're moving that energy on a regular basis. Uh, that those are ways of self-soothing. Self-soothing could be meditating. Self-soothing could be, um, going to see a movie or hanging out with a friend, hopefully something, you know, I like self-soothing to be something that is, uh, healthy. So not like drinking two bottles of wine, but, <laughs> but so, you know, if you need one glass of wine, like that's okay. But I'm trying to keep them to be something that's, you know, that's, that's healthy and that is going to help you move through this time. And it doesn't mean that it's going to take it all away, but knowing that like you can take like that you're taking care of yourself. And in that moment, you're self mothering, you're saying like, um, Nikki, I love you. I know this is like a scary time. It's fun exciting, but also scary because you don't, you know, the uncertainty, but like, you know what, at the end of the day, like I got you and like, we're going to do these things. We're going to go for a ride. We're going to get a massage. We're going to, you know, do the self-soothing things. And like this person does not, does not, uh, determine your, 
your safety, right? Like him or her being around does not make you safe or unsafe. Um, that's all you, like you are safe because, because you are you and you love yourself and, um, you know what to do to take care of yourself. So really looking at when we look for that in people and making sure that we're doing the work that doesn't place that pressure on the other person. Cause here now the other thing is that of course, if that's what we're hoping the person does for us. And listen, it's never, it's never like a hundred percent. Yeah. Like at some point that's like saying, you know, maybe you're in a relationship for a while and you are, you know, you want to commit and let's say you want to like get, get married. Um, it's okay to be like, Hey, like I need to know like where this is going. It's, that's not you, you know, not being able to self-soothe yourself or take, like, those are things that, yes, that you need to communicate and with time. But what I'm talking about are, are the, the moments where it's, um, it's too much or, or too much to ask the other person to like create that space entirely for you. We, we do have to have responsibility as to making that space for us as ourselves as well. It doesn't mean a hundred percent because obviously you're in partnership, but like you want to make sure that you're at least trying to create that space because the thing is, once you start self-soothing and creating and, and giving yourself a little bit more of uh, security, you may choose, okay, I've done all the things and your choice may be like, okay, I need to talk to this person and ask him or her, uh, where things are going. And that doesn't mean that you're like asking him to, or her to make you feel secure. It's just after you do all the things you receive some clarity, you're not coming from a place of fear you are able to understand, okay, like this is the right reasonable thing to do rather than act needy or get mad about, um, something when it's not really the thing that I'm mad about and all like all these kind of indirect ways of dealing with the emotion. So, um, it doesn't mean that we are like cool, common collective and we don't have those kind of conversations. It just means that we do all these things before. And when we're ready to reach out, we can come from a place that's a little bit more, um, calm and clear than, and maybe, and we might, after doing all this stuff, we may choose, you know what? Like, I don't need to, like, I'm going to be okay. Um, I don't need to like clear it up because we've only gone on, di- on one date. Um, th- that may be like what you come to understand, but the point is that you do all these things so that you can be a little bit more centered and have a, a more clarity as to what you need to do next. And that's what self-soothing is about. It doesn't mean that you're not, um, reaching out and communicating and asking the per, you know, the person for, uh, like some sort of commitment or something like that. It just means that you're coming from a place of love rather than, rather than fear. Okay. Um, because you know, we, we don't realize, but like, especially in the beginning, that is when we are looking for the person to make us feel safe that is, um, energetically, the other person can feel that. And in the beginning, like nobody, you know, like we start to soothe and calm people and make them feel safe with time. When we develop relationships, obviously if my husband is feeling really, uh, you know, down on himself and insecure or whatever, and like cannot soothe himself, like I'm going to soothe him and that's not going to bother me. But if he would have done that on date, you know, the first few weeks that we were meeting together, I'd be like, Oh man, like, I don't know if I can handle this. Like, this is obviously like the way he is. Like, do I want, um, to like have this relationship with this person that always needs that? Um, it's normal to need that every once in a while. That's why we're in partnership. But in the beginning, it's like you, you want to make sure that 
you know, that you understand that like you, um, have this level of responsibility for yourself and that you can emotionally, um, take care of yourself most of the time. Right. So, um, you know, making sure that we're doing some of those things before we expect the other person to do it for us, that we're extending that love to, and that mothering to ourselves before we expect somebody outside of our, us to mother or father or to father us. Right. So being able to, it's all about like giving that love to our seeking that love to, um, within rather than going outside of it. There are going to be times, of course, that you're going to need that. That's why we have friends and, and, you know, other types of relationships, but we want to be able to get to a place where we feel stronger and more secure, uh, in ourselves. And, and that comes with, um, you know, understanding that like, we're not placing all of that, all of that on the other person, because I'm sorry, energetic, that's what I was trying to say was that energetically anybody can feel that you, you feel that. And typically we'll say like, um, oh, that person was needy. Like that's kind of what we end up seeing it as, but what, what is needy? It's like, it's validate. It's the need for validation. And what is validation to the need to know that like, I'm okay, that like, I'm safe, that I'm accepted, that you like me, that you're not going to leave me. Um, that, you know, and why am I afraid of you leaving you? Because if, I mean, why am I afraid of being left? Because if I'm with nobody, I'll die. You know, like that's kind of what goes through our, our, our mind and our body. So, um, that's why we call it needy, but it's, it's really just somebody who's looking for the person outside of them to make them feel secure. And that's not confidence. It's really just, um, it's love. It's, it's the ability to love ourselves, to self soothe ourselves, to self mother ourselves and to love and to know that like, no matter what, yeah, this is a really uh, tricky time because there's a lot of uncertainty, you know, and that's the thing about dating. Like at any minute, any person can like change your future. You know, um, you can bring a stranger into your life that ends up being your partner and things change. So of course it's unnerving and it's, there's a lot of anxiety and all those things of all that's natural. Um, but to some degree, like how are you self-soothing and self-mothering and self-loving yourself and not expecting somebody else to do that for you? Um, especially like right out of the, the get-go. Uh, um, is that a word? not the gecko? Like it must be like out of the gate or I don't know, something like that, but you know what I mean? <laughs> so, um, I hope that that resonates. I hope that makes sense. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me on Instagram, send me a DM or visit my site and join the membership group. It's nikinovo.com backslash membership where I answer questions like this every week and I'm giving out advice and uh, being in contact with all of you amazing humans out there looking for love. And, uh, I'm just so thankful and so blessed to be on this journey with you. So if you have any more questions, feel free to reach out and love you very much. And I will see you next week. Thanks so much for listening. For more guidance on your journey to the final swipe, please visit me at nikinovo.com. 